the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Ah, quiet. Don't we love quiet? We're talking about quiet times. How are you today? Have you had any peace? Have you had any quiet? We all need it, don't we? Oh, so busy. Rush, rush, rush. Every, everyone talks all the time, nonstop, and we just need some quiet time. And especially quiet time with the Lord. It's one thing to be quiet. It's another thing to spend time quiet with God. He needs to hear from us. He longs to spend time with you. And we long to spend time with him. You know, I was telling you yesterday, we have this farmhouse. Uh, we're redoing a farmhouse. And it's it's fun. But, oh boy, it's not it's not finished yet. And it's been quite the project. It was a true fixer-upper. Truly fixer-upper from the 1900s. And so... I have my quiet time. I call this I'm glamping. (laughs) I have a camping chair upstairs and it's warm up there and it's quiet. So it doesn't have to be fancy wherever your quiet time is. I do put my chair next to the window because I want to see a bird. I want to see some blue sky. I want to see some green grass. And and so I think about that. Where is your quiet time place? Do you have a set place? We talked yesterday about a time a set time and a set place. But yeah, for me, that's it. You know, when I was a kid, it was so much fun because our the neighbor behind our house was a farm. And so I think part of the reason I'm so in love with farms is both of my grandmothers each had 80 acres in Kentucky when I was a kid. And then when we lived in Kentucky, the the farm behind our house went on forever. And that farmer told my parents, the kids can play back there. He didn't mind. And so he let us play back there. So we felt like it was our farm. I mean, you couldn't even see the farmer's house from our yard. It it just went on for miles. So I love a farm. But as a kid, I would climb a tree and pray. I didn't realize I was having a quiet time. But I accepted Christ when I was seven years old. And I would pray. I would climb trees and pray. I uh, I would go outside into the farm. And, you know, there are all these weeds and in the field and I would press them all down and make me a little hiding space and put a blanket down or a towel down and just look at the clouds and look at the sky and talk to God. And so I don't know where your place is going to be. It might be in a tree. It might be outside. It might just be in your apartment, in your basement. It could be anywhere. But a quiet time is really important. You know, when when we were finishing yesterday, it said in Isaiah thirty fifteen in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. You said, no, we will flee on horses. Therefore you will flee. (laughs) 
Isn't that the truth? We're like, no, I want to go fast. I want, I've got I've got things to do, people to see, places to go, right? I do not have time to slow down and be quiet. But one thing that I've learned is that when I slow down to be quiet, God meets me there. God gives me more time, more energy. And so I just challenge you to find that place. And when you sit down, the presence of the Lord will come. It may be slight at first until you learn to recognize his tangible presence with you. But just tell him, Lord, I'm here to meet with you in prayer to say, God, I, I open up my hands to you. I say, I bow my head to you. I'm here to meet with you. Speak to me, comfort me, encourage me in this time. So so what else do we need to do? So you're like, OK, Jennifer, so I've got a time. I've got a place, but I don't know what to do. I, I mean, it feels like the clock is going so slow when I sit down to be quiet. But you you need an agenda, some sort of an agenda. You know, you don't always need to stick to it. You want to be free flowing. You you know, God may change it. You want to be soft with it. But it says in Psalm one nineteen one oh five, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So we want his word to be a, a foundational in your quiet time. And so it just really depends on your personality. You You can't work force something to go against your natural design. And, and I don't know about you, but my natural design, I'm spontaneous. I like to have fun. I like to be creative. I like things to be different and change. I, and other people, they like a routine and they want it boom, 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 boom the same. My my husband loves a methodical method. He loves that. He thrives on that. And that's good. That's not a bad thing. So either way, what is your personality? And you want your quiet time to fit your personality. So you go with what you are wired to do. Some people can eat the same lunch on their diet every day, but not me. I want something different. And I, when I cook, I like to cook, cook new things. So anyway, so that's how it is with my quiet time. I love change and I love everything relational. So for me, prayer is huge and it's not just Bible study. I have to, I want to study my Bible, but I also want to pray. So I like to pray in a quiet time and prayer is just so sweet. So, you know, you may want a dedicated reading plan or dedicated prayer plan. I do keep a list of people that I'm praying for. And I'll tell you a little key, get your Bible, get your ink pens, your coloring pencils, however you want, but put a list of who you're praying for in your Bible. And it helps you to be prompted to remember I'm praying through this. And as big things happen, as, as prayers are answered, date it, sign it, say, hey, this happened on this date. It's just a fun thing to look back on later. I keep a journal and I keep a journal because I want to talk to God. And it's one way when I don't know what to pray, I begin to write and I can sometimes I can get my feelings out if I'll keep a journal and write. And I do. I want to write down those answers to prayer. Because it is fun to look back. And that's, a, you know, that's something you can pass on to your kids one day. You know, and they're going to look through that and see, wow, you know, mom or dad really did believe God. And so get you a good, good journal that you like. And then what about a Thompson Chain Reference Bible? Do you have one of those? A Thompson is my favorite Bible. I like to, to do topical studies. So maybe I need to forgive somebody. <laughs> uh, I'll go through all these scriptures on forgiveness. But what's really fun with the Thompson chain reference is it starts in Genesis 
and there's a numbering system. So Genesis to Revelation, every place it mentions forgiveness, it will take you through the entire Bible in order on that topic. So it's very cool. So you might wake up one morning and you're like, okay, I want to learn about worship or prayer or, you know, heart or the home or forgiveness, whatever your topic. And you can, you can literally study it from Genesis to Revelation in order, everything the Bible has to say on that one topic. Very cool. So I have a Thompson. I also have like, I love a good study Bible. So I'll read through methodically because I'm trying to understand certain things. And if I don't understand the verse, I love that there's notes on that page at the bottom of the page. So a, a good study Bible really is motivating. At least it is for me. So, and then uh, another, a couple more patterns. These are just ideas to throw out, maybe to, to motivate and excite you. But Proverbs is 30, 30 verses. And so you can do one a day. One, one, not verses, but chapter one a day for 30 days. So if I wake up and it's the 12th, I read the 12th. If I wake up and it's the 30th, I read the 30th. So that's kind of fun, but you might do an old Testament passage, a proverb, a Psalm. I love the Psalms as a prayer and then slowly read through the gospels or slowly read through Paul's letters. So that's another way that you could do it. And then another thing that I love to do, I mark my Bible where I'm reading. So say I'm reading the Gospel of John. I'll put in there April of 2022 or Easter of 2022. I read the Gospel of John. And why is that important? Because over time, you look back and you're like, oh, wow. I've read the Gospel of John like five times in the past five years or two times in the past one year, you know. And it just kind of gives you a reference. And then and then you're in the Old Testament and you're like in Habakkuk and you're like, oh, man, I haven't read Habakkuk since 20, oh, you know, 21. <laughs> and so uh, or 2001. <laughs> anyway, 20 years ago, I read Habakkuk, you know, and, and that's where it's kind of cool is if you begin to, to to date where you read a certain book, it makes your Bible yours. And you're like, oh, I got to go back and reread Leviticus, because I haven't hit that for a long time. <laughs> so anyhow, that's just a thought there, but I love to do that. And and it just makes the Bible so personal to me. I also, I incorporate worship. I love to sing. I love to connect to God through worship and I enter his presence with song and gratitude. And, you know, I, I sometimes I just don't feel <laughs> like doing any of this or I, you don't. And so you can't really base it on your emotions but you base it on God is worthy. God is holy. God is first. And I'm giving him this time and he can do what he wants in this moment and in this time. And he can take it and it's his. And so sometimes when I really need to enter into his presence, I'll just begin to put on a worship song and, and just let him know how much I love him, how much I adore him. And then it's almost as if he leads the rest of the time. You know, it says in Psalm 4610, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know. And sometimes just sit in solitude before the Lord. And that's my agenda. I just sit there and say, God, I'm just, I'm here. I'm sitting here. I'm listening. I'm waiting. And I have to put my phone in a drawer because if I see it, I'll be sitting there in my, in my time and I'm going, oh, I see my phone. I need to look at it. 
<laughs> so it's so tempting to me. So if you if your phone is a temptation to you, put it in a drawer. Then you can't see it. When your quiet time's over, you pull it out. My sister and I were talking about this the other day. We were talking about when we were kids, because we didn't have phones, and we did, you know, I, I told you earlier, my grandparents had all this acreage on these farms, and, and we backed up to a farm. But we, we had so much time to imagine and to play and to think. And when we were outside, it was our time with God because we, we knew God and we loved him and we spent time with him. And today, you know, these devices, they just get in the way of the quiet time. So, oh, I hope that this encourages you to be still and know that I am God. Psalm 4610, to take some time, some quiet time, find a find a time, find a place, find some motivation along the way. What are you going to do in that time? Make a little plan. You know, if you have a plan, you'll probably actually accomplish it. And God will lead you. He's going to guide you. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's a great day. We've got an awesome guest coming right up that you do not want to miss. So stay, stay, stay with us. And while you're waiting, go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. I have some recipes for you. I have some prayer cards, some books, so much more. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.